Hello and welcome to the Mountain Brook Baptist Project 119 Bible Reading Plan Podcast. I'm Mary and it's my pleasure to join you in reading God's Word. Today is Tuesday, February 20th. You know what that means. Thankful Tuesday. Thank you, Lord, for helping us to get into a rhythm of gratitude. May it not be a cheesy kind of exercise, but a real exercise in remembering your faithfulness and your generosity to us. Our first passage is Luke chapter 12, verses 35 through 48, and then we'll go over to Psalm 121. The title in Luke's gospel is, You Must Be Ready, and I'm reading from the English Standard Version. Stay dressed for action and keep your lamps burning, and be like men who are waiting for their master to come home from the wedding feast so that they may open the door to him at once when he comes and knocks. Blessed are those servants whom the master finds awake when he comes. Truly, I say to you, he will dress himself for service and have them recline at table, and he will come and serve them. If he comes in the second watch or in the third and finds them awake, blessed are those servants. But know this, that if the master of the house had known at what hour the thief was coming, he would not have left his house to be broken into. You also must be ready, for the Son of Man is coming at an hour you do not expect. Peter said, Lord, are you telling this parable for us or for all? And the Lord said, Who then is the faithful and wise manager? whom the master has set over his household to give them their portion of food at the proper time. Blessed is that servant whom his master will find so doing when he comes. Truly, I say to you, he will set him over all his possessions. But if that servant says to himself, My master is delayed in coming, and begins to beat the male and female servants and to eat and drink and get drunk, The master of that servant will come on the day that he does not expect him and at an hour he does not know and will cut him in pieces and put him with the unfaithful. And that servant who knew his master's will but did not get ready or act according to his will will receive a severe beating. But the one who did not know and did what deserved a beating will receive a light beating Everyone to whom much was given, of him much will be required, and from him to whom they entrusted much, they will demand the more. At first glance, these parables are a little bit scary, but it's a reminder to us that as we wait on the Lord to return, we should act as the servant in the first parable, the one who waits for his servant, knows he's coming back, and is ready to serve him when he returns, and not like the second who, while the master is delaying, he says, hmm, I don't think he's coming back, and he starts treating the other servants badly, and he eats, and he drinks, and he gets drunk, and he loses focus on his master. One of the commentaries that I read was very helpful in this regard, so I'm just going to read to you from the book, Stories of Intent, it says this. 
At the same time, life over the long haul poses an acute challenge to Christian faith. How can the church acknowledge both its own long history and its lively hope without looking silly? Both patience and impatience are legitimate and necessary purposes. Given the New Testament emphasis that no one knows the time and the length of time that has passed, patience is required, for God's timing and purposes never fit our agenda. Patience undergirds the faithful living, which is the primary concern of this parable. The wise and faithful Christian is the one who understands the significance of the end and actively serves whether the time is long or short. Impatience is called for as well. We should be impatient with those who deny the importance of Jesus's future vindication. We should be impatient for the end to come, weary of evil and longing for a time when evil is set aside and righteousness is established. Christian faith is always faith on tiptoe, looking to that day, and because of that day, living in accord with such anticipation. And so as we long for the day of our Lord's coming, let us not get distracted by all the other things of this world and put our faith and the importance of the kingdom on the back burner. The focus on faithfulness, it says here, reminds us again that Christian faith is not just about believing certain ideas, but about living our conviction over the long haul. And now let us read from the Psalms, Psalm 121. This is a familiar psalm. My help comes from the Lord, a song of ascents. I lift up my eyes to the hills. From where does my help come? My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. He will not let your foot be moved. He who keeps you will not slumber. Behold, he who keeps Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is your keeper. The Lord is your shade on your right hand. The sun shall not strike you by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord will keep you from all evil. He will keep your life. The Lord will keep your going out and your coming in from this time forth and forevermore. Thank you for listening along as we read God's Word together on this Thankful Tuesday. We are thankful that the help that we need comes from the Lord, our Creator, the one who created the heavens and the earth. And so I pray for us today, verse 3, that He will not let your foot be moved, that He who keeps you will not slumber. You know, we are weak and feeble and we need sleep, but the Lord is not feeble. He is all-powerful, and He does not sleep. He is our keeper, and it's just an encouraging psalm today. And I just want to pray that over us, whatever situation you are experiencing now, that the Lord is your keeper and that He is with you. Will you pray with me? Holy Father, as we await the day when Jesus Christ returns, help us to be about your business. Help us to be good servants who are ready and waiting to serve you, who keep righteousness in mind, those who are focused on the kingdom and seeing people come to faith. 
and doing the things that you and the Gospels proclaim to be important. Care for the widows and the orphans, healing in situations that need reconciliation, freedom for those who are bound by sin. Help us to be about those initiatives, Lord, in our lives. Help us not to be distracted by things that don't matter. We are thankful on this Tuesday for your character, that you do not slumber or sleep, that you are always at work for the good of those that love you and are called according to your purposes. We thank you, Lord, for you. We also thank you for a person that you bring to mind even now. We ask your blessings on them. We thank you for the ways they have poured out your love and grace in our lives. Help us to be conduits of that same love and grace to a world around us. Lord, we thank you for a place today. We thank you, Lord, that you have allotted us in a certain time and a certain place. You have given us privileges so that we might be conduits of your grace. We thank you for a thing, anything that comes to mind, for the breath in our lungs, for eyesight, for the advantages and opportunities that you have given us. Lord, help us to be a people who are so grateful who respond with such humility and gentleness of heart. We love you, Lord, and we pray that this day we would follow you with our whole heart by the power of your Spirit who lives in us. Amen. Amen.